Hello and welcome to McGrawsome Sauce, the podcast all about helping entrepreneurs level up to become awesome. Each week I bring you actionable advice to help both you and your business grow. This week is pretty cool. I get to talk to pretty much the best sales guy that I know. His name is Paul McGraw. Now, if that last name sounds familiar to you, yeah, it's because he's my dad. He's built a 25 year career in sales, so I know his expertise is something that I wanted to learn from. He's a master of building relationships from nothing and getting the most out of them. So if you're ready to close more sales, but have some fun while doing it, you'll definitely want to listen to this. So let's dive in with Paul McGraw. Okay, I'm here with Paul McGraw. Dad, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Um, I think your advice is going to be really, really helpful. Um, so just thank you for being here with me today. Uh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. Um... <laughs> so formal. So formal. I love it. Yeah. Treating me like the real host that I am, huh? Yeah. Um, so obviously I've, I've brought you on to the show as, as my go-to sales expert. You're a sales specialist. But I know that you didn't start off in sales. You, like, you've always been good with people, but you didn't really take up sales as a career right out of the gates. So why don't you set the scene for me, introduce yourself, tell me a little bit about your background, how you started like in a trade, and then eventually would transition into the position that you find yourself in now. Yeah, um, yeah. my name is Paul McGraw, and I'm um, uh, currently a... North American sales manager uh, for a technical company. Um, and I started out, uh, to go way back into the very beginning, I started out as an apprentice uh, for a large steel mill um, and finished my apprenticeship and continued on for six more years. And um, then at about the 10-year hump, I thought about where I wanted my career to go and if I wanted to stay in uh, the electrical field and I thought that there was more uh, to life than staying in a steel mill so I decided to leave and pursue a technical um, sales role which I did and I've been in um, uh, the technical field ever since 1991. It's a long time. Yep. Now that obviously I brought you on to talk sales and we will, but I, I kind of want to give voice to the fact that you, you did something in the early nineties that a lot of people are having difficulty coming to grips with even today. Like there's a lot of young people, a lot of young entrepreneurs who are in a position similar to what, what you were in, in the position that maybe they just fell out of love. Um, it wasn't for them anymore. They have a new fire burning inside of them. And everyone is telling them, take that leap, take that, you know, it's a leap of faith. You know, you just got to do, you got to, you got to change positions. You got to change jobs. And that's a scary, that's a scary transition. There's no two ways about it. That's scary. You're leaving what you know for something that you don't know. You may have a burning interest for it. You may think that you're good at it but you don't know until you really like dive into that career. Tell me about like that transition and that that is a very entrepreneurial spirit that you had to, to, to leave a decade of what you know behind and do something different. This is something that people 
really want to do today. I know it. I know it. There's a lot of young people and, and even people older than me who are looking to make this change because something needs to happen. There's a catalyst in their life. There, there needs to be a change. Tell me about what that transition was like, because it, that's that kind of mindset is happening today. Yes, um, it's happening with a lot of people. And what you really have to look at is, are you happy within the position that you're working at? Uh, does that make you happy? As I've always used the analogy, you could uh, be working for uh, $100,000 a year and not be happy and work for $50,000 a year and be very happy. And that job's worth more than that $100,000 a year job. Yeah. In my case, um, yes, it was a it was a big jump. It was um, um, you know uh, venturing out into the unknown. Um, you know, I went from a blue collar position to a white collar position, and not knowing if I would succeed, uh, but I was persistent, and I knew uh, with the drive that I have, I would succeed. And uh, I've done uh, very well in, in the sales role, in technical sales role, because I utilize my background uh, in sales and working with people and building relationships with people. And that's, and that's the biggest key, isn't it, too? It's, it's that this comes down to building relationships, doesn't it? Sales, sales is all about relationships and, and building relationships and being honest and being uh, honest with your customers and honest with yourself. Um, because, you know, people buy from people. So they want to deal with somebody that they trust and they like to work with. And that's why I've been so successful over the years is because I've uh, built that trust uh, with my customers and with everybody I know. And that, and that you know, I, I keep beating that drum too in that um, you got to build trust. You got to build trust. You got to build trust. And I think people tend to focus on the last part of that statement, trust, 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 trust. But really it's the build part of that that is just so important. We're talking about building something, not instant gratification, not sticking in the microwave for a minute and then it's ready to eat. No, 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 no. This is building something. You're building this relationship and it takes time. Any relationship takes time to build, whether it's a friendship or an intimate relationship or a relationship with a potential client or customer. This takes time and it takes time to nurture it and that's how trust is formed and and that's how it's built and that's true today just like it was when you were starting your career i would say it's even would you agree that's even more true today that there needs to be a certain level of trust and authenticity in building these relationships oh absolutely yeah you you definitely have to uh, be a trustworthy individual because there's a lot of stuff on the internet today and you can be you, you can be sunk in a minute uh, just through the internet. Um, so yes, it's, it's more important today to build those relationships. Um, and uh, it's, it's more critical in, in the sales process in, in building those relationships with the customers uh, to gain their trust. Yes, it's, it's a long process. So is the sales process. It's, it fits uh, uh, just as well with the sales process in that uh, the sales process from the start of the sales process to the end, it's all about that trust factor. It's all about that uh, from the start of hello to the start of thank you for the order. Um, so um, it's all part of that uh, building up the trust in every one of those steps. Every, every relationship 
um, that you start, you, you have no idea. You have no idea if it will be fruitful. Um, but I imagine that, that the um, disposition that you go into with every relationship, again, you have no idea if they're going to place an order. I have no idea if someone's going to buy from me. I have no idea. But I'm going to treat them with the same level of respect and inquiry uh, and inquiry and um and and um you know a cordial attitude and and just you know um treat them like a human being as i would anyone else um i'm not trying to onboard everyone i meet as a client surely but i can respect everyone and i can be a good person to pretty much everyone i meet that doesn't take much but you don't know you just don't know who's going to buy from you so i imagine the mindset is and not having too much of a hidden agenda but i imagine the mindset is i'm going to over deliver for this human being so much that they can't help but love me and then they will come calling on me when they're ready i imagine that's the that's the attitude that's the play that has to be made as you're trying to do exactly what we just said build trust yeah you 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 can't um judge a book by its cover that old saying um because um that person could develop into uh, a million dollar account uh, so you have to treat them from day one uh, with the respect uh, that they deserve. And it's the old cliche, uh, treat others as the way you want to be treated. So you have to treat them the same way uh, and developing that relationship. Because um, if you treat them with trust and respect, um, then, you know, that spreads like wildfire from them. Because then they'll give you a referral. Oh, uh, go talk to Nick or go talk to Paul. Um, because he was uh, great to work with. That's got to be the best ROI that anyone has oh, ever had. Yeah, it's the best uh, referral. It's word of mouth. It's somebody's uh, somebody's um, you know uh, confidence in you. Like no, no review, no review on Amazon or Yelp would ever have the weight that another human recommending no. you face to face. That surely the referral process is how big businesses are built. Yeah, it's better than any statistic. Oh, I like that. That's, that's really good. Um, I want to ask a big meaty question. And that question is very salesy, very, very, um, you know, by definition, by the book sales, which is exactly why I brought you here. Um, and we talked a little bit about it earlier, about how young people um, are, are looking to make a change or, um, are, or young entrepreneurs are looking for something new. It seems to be a common theme in my generation, in millennials, and even younger than me, like, like Gen Z, uh, to either not understand what sales really is, or to be totally terrified by the process. Like, uh, I've seen the same common themes being played out all over my social media, which is um, they feel that it's like some sort of sleazy process, um, that they feel dishonest and even asking for money uh, for their product or their service. The product or service that I know they've worked hard on. I, I know that they've put their heart and soul into it and they actually made it to help someone. And so they didn't have a hidden agenda to just make a million dollars. They know they have something that can help a particular audience. And still there's this stigma about it that, you know, I don't, I don't deserve to make money. Like I'm an entrepreneur and I should just be some starving artist. And that's, that's not true. Uh, you can be good at what you do and still get paid for it. Can you simplify with all of your experience? Can you simplify really what sales is for me in such a way where maybe someone who's not comfortable with it can get 
comfortable with it? Like, why is it easier than we're making it out to be? Well, sales to start with is the backbone of every company. Uh, without sales, you don't have companies. Um, you don't you don't have results. Um, sales um, has gotten a bad rap um, because of many many years ago and and the way that uh, deals were done. They were done under the table. Um, you know, they were done on the back of a, a cocktail napkin, <laughs> and um, it wasn't very professional. Um, it wasn't above board. So it got a bad rap from that, but um, that's changed, uh, especially today uh, because of technology. And it's, it's, a, it's a very good, uh, lucrative career if, if you're good in the business and if you like people and you like to work with people, um, you can do very well for yourself. Um, so uh, if anybody's looking to get into uh, sales, I would say definitely um, look at it look at it as a career um, because it's, it can be very lucrative. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's so many different industries that you can get involved in. Um, maybe you look at something you like as a passion and, and to sell into that um, arena, shall we say, um, whether it's, uh, you know, it, it's something to do with uh, a sport, whether it's to do with fishing or to do with, golf or whatever and if you if that's your passion maybe get involved in sales for fishing or, or golf or something that uh, interests you um, make sure whatever you're doing you love to do there's so many people out in the industry today um, that can't stand what they're doing right and that's that transition that we talked about they're miserable and they don't find meaning in their work and and what they're doing doesn't doesn't bring them happiness and doesn't bring them uh, joy. And I've heard it from, from thought leaders all, all around. And it's that monetary value you gave. Would, would you rather work for a hundred thousand dollars a year and be miserable or, or take the 55, 60 and be happy? Cause I'm taking the 55, 60 all the time. I will find a way to, to fall in love with that. Um, because I know I, I love what I'm doing and my heart's in it. And um, it's like you said, everything's above board and I'm being transparent with myself right? So I'm going to find happy. I already have the happiness and the paycheck is just a bonus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Cause then you love, and then you're passionate about what you're doing. If you're passionate about what you're doing, it comes out in the way you present yourself um, to the customer, uh, to the client. Um, and they can see that you're passionate about this business and then they believe in you and um, they love working with you um, because you're responsive and um, you know you're helpful, and you're an, uh, you. In the end, you want to become um, a solutions provider or an engineered solutions provider. Right. I love that. I love being that solutions provider, and really everything you're saying—the passion, the transparency, the uh, need to help people. At this point, what industry you're in is irrelevant. Like, like it doesn't matter what what it doesn't matter if you're a mechanic or you're selling cars, or you're doing what I do, and you're in design and branding, you're, you're gonna have to present yourself the same way in every industry. Uh, you're an honorable person, you don't lie, you over deliver, you're that engineered solutions provider. In any industry at all, if you had these qualities, surely that's a recipe for success. Yes, I mean, it doesn't matter 
like you said, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Um, the sales process is all the same. Um, so the way you deal with people is the same. Uh, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. And the sales process, as I said, is the same. Um, in today's world, um, the sales process is such that it's more streamlined because you've got the internet in order to right. um, generate prospects and new opportunities. Right. And I'm so glad you touched on that because you started a career. <laughs> Everyone's so hung up on social media. You started a career with no social media. You didn't have a LinkedIn. You didn't have Facebook. You didn't have paid ads. You didn't have ad campaigns. You didn't have that swipe up feature on Instagram. Like you don't even have an Instagram account. So you don't even have, you couldn't possibly have that. So, you know, people are so focused on these, these, um, these little, um, you know, bells and whistles across social media. And you built a career without any of this stuff. You built a career when the internet was still pretty weak, right? We hadn't hit the golden age of the internet in the mid 2000s yet. There was no YouTube, there was no LinkedIn, right? Uh, social media was, was not even a concept yet. And yet you were able to do this because you stuck to those principles of people first, service, service, um, engineered solutions provider. These are things you did well before the digital era. And so my question to you is social media is going to come and go. Okay. It's here for, for a little bit. It's here to stay for a little bit, but it will evolve and the platforms will become different. LinkedIn may not look the same in two or three years. Who knows if YouTube is even around anymore. If we're all beaming videos in, in holograms to our rooms and to our friends, we may not need a screen ever again. As these platforms change and some become defunct and some die out like dinosaurs, surely the principles that you've employed over your career will remain true. Yeah, I mean, uh, as, I, as I said, uh, the, the sales process um, will never change um, during my lifetime, during your lifetime, um, and in the future, the, the sales process will stay and remain the same. Um, as, I, as you mentioned before about, um, um, you know, the sales pros process as far as prospecting um, was different for me when I started. Um, it was um, the Scots directory and, and flipping through a book the size of a phone book uh, and trying to search. Um, and they had a disc that you could uh, search it on the computer, but still you had to go through it in such a way that you... Uh, it was very um, labor intensive to go through um, to, to find prospects versus today, um, you know, that, that part of the sales process is a lot more streamlined. Um, you, you can search for different industries. You can search different industries in different countries in different cities in different towns and, and find uh, opportunities a lot easier, a lot quicker than you could uh, back in my day of starting in sales. Um, sorry, sorry, you used a couple of terms there um, that I'm not quite familiar. Phone book, uh, disc. What, what are what are what are those? I I'm not really familiar with those. I should be familiar. We had phone books around the house that are exactly what you said. They're they're huge stacks, and you're telling me you had an analog book, yep. a directory, a physical book the size of a phone book, and you would flip yep. through and you would find potential leads. You would generate leads by flipping physical pages. Yeah. That is yeah. labor intensive. Yeah. 
Ah, yeah. we, we got it pretty easy today, huh? A little click, click, LinkedIn, little LinkedIn action, little look for the people that I need. It's pretty easy to prospect from, from the comfort of my own home, huh? It's a, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. But, not, uh, but the, the other part of that, too, is yes, it's easier, but you have to know how to do it and you know, have to know how to look for the, the, the proper uh, contact and, and the proper industry and, and who's, your, who's your target market that you're going after. Um, depending on the industry that you're in and the company that you're working for. Uh, it, right. takes, it takes some training. Uh, some people get it right away and other people, it takes a little bit longer for them to uh, wrap their head around it. Right, and, and dealing with people is not is not an exact science. Uh, it never has been. It's always been an organic touch and feel type of process. But um, I guess at the end of all of this, like you said, sales is never going to go away. Um, and, and, and not only will it never go away, it will only become more and more key to the success of, I mean, small brands like me and big brands as well. It will never go in. It will always be an integral part. I mean, if you don't got sales, you don't have business, right? And so those who get better at this and those who, um, really carve out a space for themselves being good at the sales process, like even my job, like my job isn't always driving a sale and closing a sale, but a lot of it is. And so the more I get better at this and get comfortable with this and um, uh, really turn it into like a finely honed skill, surely this is a model for, for future success. Most definitely. Um, you, you, you have to learn as you go uh, in, in sales. Um, you, you're not going to perfect it uh, right away. It, it's going to take time um, for you to hone your skills and the approach you take with people um, because everybody's different. Every personality is different. So um, the way you uh, interact with people um, is different for me versus uh, it's different for you. It's different for other salespeople and, and how um, they approach people. But the, the key is, is um, they like dealing with people. Not everybody is suited for sales, um, right. you know, um, a lot of people would rather work uh, in an office behind a, a monitor and that that's fine by them. But other people want to venture out. They want to um, get out. They want to travel. They want to meet different people. They want to go to different countries or, or to different cities and, and venture out and have a variety and, and uh, um, you know, uh, meet other people in other countries as well. So it's not for everybody. But it's a, it's a great career. Um, and uh, for the person that is, is scared to jump in, don't be scared. It's, if, if you like dealing with people, um, it's a great career and you could be very successful at it and um, also uh, mentally rewarded for it as well. That's great. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's just excellent advice. Um, for anyone. I mean, you can't, you can't live small, right? Don't be scared. You can't live small. There will be some, some obstacles, there'll be some failures along the way, but um, you don't want to live your life wondering what if. No, no. You have to take that leap. Uh, I did after 10 years of uh, being an electrician um, and uh, I haven't looked back since. And uh, I think I'll, uh, be better for it. Uh, physically, I'll be better for it, uh, considering the environment I was in. 
uh, not great uh, healthy environment. So um, it'll be better for me. But uh, um, yeah, I haven't looked back since. Are you saying the uh, the fumes of a steel mill weren't conducive to your overall health? Is that are you saying Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Dad, thank you so much for this insight. Um, I mean, I found real clarity in our conversation here, um, and I even I had some great takeaways and and reinforcing um, that whole you gotta like people kind of mentality um and if you're if you're not good with people that's fine try to get good because this is going to unlock a lot of your business and this is going to unlock great potential for you and you'll grow as a person um and um i I think that's i think that's hugely hugely important for just about everyone Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah uh thank you for taking the time to talk to me today dad really appreciate it no problem thank you Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you got real value from it. Dads are pretty smart. They tend to know a lot of stuff and mine's no different. I have so much more respect for his generation because they had to do everything without the power of the internet. Like no Facebook, no LinkedIn, no email basically, like nothing. And still they were able to generate business and make something of themselves. It's something to get inspired by for sure. If you like this week's episode, feel free to like and subscribe to the show and please leave a comment and review on YouTube and Apple Podcasts as I'm trying to grow the show. Every little bit helps, right? If you like this episode, I'm going to bring you more great content just like this. So be sure to stay tuned and stay McGrawsome.